0: Week for podcast. I'm your host Chris Ward, and this week we are welcoming back uh, my lovely wife Lindsay to the show. Um, <laughs> quick backstory: the uh, I had a couple guests scheduled for this week, and then they had to reschedule, um, which is no big deal whatsoever. But uh, my lovely wife, like the superhero that she is, um, swept in, and because you know my whole goal with this is to be consistent and to consistently put out an episode, uh, once a week. And so my, she swept in like a superhero and, uh, yeah. So what follows is, uh, can be considered a minor miracle. It's, uh, (laughs) two people with three kids under five actually having an hour long conversation, (laughs) um, which I absolutely love. And so I hope you guys enjoy the episode. It started off, Lindsay was basically, the premise was going to be that she was going to interview me about uh, what I'm training for this summer and how I'm training, which is how it starts, and then we kind of just have a conversation from there, And uh, and I absolutely love it, and I cherish it, and you know, it's rare, like, for us to sit down and be able to have an hour-long, uninterrupted conversation where we're just fully giving each other our attention. Um cuz you know, if you're out there and you have kids, you totally understand like sometimes you don't even like it takes 15 minutes to get through one sentence together cuz you're constantly, you know, helping your <laughs> helping the kids out um while you're trying to explain something. So <laughs> so I want to thank uh my wife Lens for being on the show. Um I hope you guys enjoy it and Let's just jump right in. This is the Like a Bigfoot podcast number 146 with Lindsay Ward. All right, this week, it's a very special guest. Uh, we have my lovely wife, Lindsay, on. Um, welcome to the show, Lindsay.
1: Thanks. Welcome
0: back. It's been a while.
1: I know. It has. <laughs> yeah.
0: We tried to record one when we were both on i was gonna say both on maternity leave but that's not how that works is no no (laughs) we were both on baby leave and uh it didn't we ended up scratching it
1: yeah i just sounded sad yeah why i don't know yeah no i I don't know why
0: okay well we're back here (laughs) uh we're trying to do it again um this is your last week with the baby, which I guess is probably not a way to like. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not like a happy sound. thing to talk about. <laughs> I know, but you've had like an awesome three months with her, and
1: it's, yeah, my so. really yeah. By special guests, you mean three people you reached out before me couldn't do it. You know, I was. You know, yeah, it's a okay. Special asterisk.
0: <laughs> yeah, but i'm like Lindsay's always there. You're like my person who's always there Aww. You know if I need and like I said I, I when I started the podcast I was like I want to do this consistently. I don't want to miss a week And that's still I kind don't of know how goal. you've done it Yeah, I don't know. It's been a lot of work, but it's been a lot of fun I just think like consistency is
1: I feel like we've met a lot of cool people. Yeah
0: Consistency is really important though in that. So so yeah, welcome to the show. Um, we're kind of thinking this week What what's kind of the premise here?
1: There is no premise.
0: There's, there was a premise.
1: Well, I was going <laughs> to ask you some questions. Okay, cool. And then see where that takes us. Yeah.
0: So ask away. Well, okay. So I guess a couple of things. Like, it's funny because I never like fully explained the Like a Bigfoot name.
1: You well, know? you better do that. What number episode are you on? This
0: is uh, 140-something. Okay. Well, yeah, so. Um, due time. Okay, so the Like a Bigfoot name, um, when I started trail running – When we lived in danville virginia i would leave the house and i would go there was this awesome like 35 miles of single track in danville called anglers park and i would go there i'd run through it but the difference between east coast and west coast running one of the big differences is you run through the woods it's damp it's humid there's like spider webs snakes bugs ticks like all this stuff and i would get we have snakes and bugs we do, but it's it was way more there, I guess. And I would get back to my car, and I would just be completely drenched. I would smell terrible, covered in bugs. Like, I would pick bugs off of me. <laughs> <laughs> and I would just sweat all over my car. But I was like, dude, I feel like a Bigfoot right now. And so then whenever I leave and go trail running, I would mm. I would tell you. I would be like, hey, I'm going to go run through the woods like a Bigfoot. And that's how. Clever. Yeah, how that came out. So. so,
1: yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Origin stories. Origin. Um, what are you training for right now?
0: Uh, so right now, um, getting ready for Desert Rats round two. Uh, we've done a whole bunch of episodes about Desert Rats round one. Uh, it's a stage race from Fruit of Colorado to Moab, and it's about like a hundred and forty-ish miles over six days. And last year, it was, it was honestly like the greatest experience I've ever had running. Like, it was amazing. Like, athletic experience, adventure experience, it was absolutely incredible. And, you know, you guys saw me at the finish line, and I'm hoping, like, this is my thought. I was like, I wonder if I leave and I'm, um, you know, like, like a new, like, I didn't know what to expect and stuff. And then by the finish line, I'm like a hardened, like, badass, you know? I was kind of thinking, is that what you guys experienced?
1: That we witnessed you being a hardened yeah, badass. Like, I like
0: hardened over the week and became like super awesome and stuff.
1: No, you were like instantly like <coughs> nice Chris dad mode. When I you know I was.
0: Yeah. Except yeah. Tan, more tan. More tan. Yeah.
1: And you made cowboy friends.
0: I did. Yeah.
1: How are you training? Are you training different this year than last year? Or you're just, you did well last year, so you're going to try to do the same thing? Yeah. We obviously have one more kid now, so that's that's that.
0: That's the actually the biggest difference in training. Is last year when summer came around, you know, when I got summer break, Mm. I had a good week there where I gotta just spend all day going out there and hiking and running and really getting used to like I would go out in the middle of the hottest part of the day and go to really hot trails and just go out for 15 to 20 miles and i did that three days in a row and this mm-hmm. year i'm not gonna yeah,
1: you're not, we'll do that with get baby. that
0: opportunity so that's the biggest difference i'm not 100 sure if i
1: well you can maybe i think i'm off like one random day oh yeah in the week that you could do it
0: okay like, I well i mean i don't know if i necessarily needed that because i've done a little i don't know i think i'm gonna approach it differently um one way one thing that's worrying though is like Last year at this time, it was like all consuming, you know, consuming.
1: What do you mean? Like it made up your life?
0: Not my life, but like it was on my mind twenty four seven because it was something I was scared of. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. um You
1: think it's a good thing that you're not scared of it?
0: That's what I don't know, dude. Like, does th- the fear <laughs> yeah. make you train better? It might have, because I'm like now I'm. I did it once and it's still intimidating because it's a beast and it can be incredibly hot. Well, and now you know you can do it. Now I know I can do it. But it's kind of that question of like, is that building confidence in a good way or is it building like overconfidence? You know what I mean?
1: Yes. Kind of.
0: Kind of. I just I don't I just don't fully know if, you know, if it's a good thing to be a little more relaxed about it.
1: I think it probably is. Probably. Yeah, because then when it's like game time, you get like super competitive, and you. Yeah. You'll you'll be fine.
0: That's true, but anytime you're going into one of these situations, for me, I'm like, I just gotta get the more preparation I do, one, the more fun I'll have because that's the whole purpose at the end of the day. But two, like, it's it's actually like it's a dangerous thing, you know. You're kind of out in the middle of the wilderness, in the middle of the desert, and. Granted, the company Gemini Ventures does like just such an incredible job of keeping their racers safe. I mean, that's their number one goal: is to put this challenge that's insanely hard, but then at the same time, like, bi- like help people along the way so they can actually get it done. Um, but it, I mean, you were there. There's one part where you're going. 12 miles without an aid station. You have what? One aid station, then you go 12 more miles. And that 24 miles there is like key. And it's also probably the most remote part of the course. And so that's kind of like, it's weird now that I've ran the course. I'm like, oh, it's kind of in the back of my head, you know? Yeah. Where otherwise it's like, is it like ignorance is kind of bliss?
1: That is. A true. little bit
0: yeah. where you don't know what's coming. But now I'm going to like rerun the same trail. Where but they're
1: doing it a little different this year, right? They like are the
0: days. Yeah, which I think it's gonna actually be a, a bit more hard and because you're gonna finish that 40 mile day. And the last year we had a day off. Mm-hmm. And between that, there's 40 mile day and then a day off and then a marathon to end it. And this year we're going straight from the 40 mile day to the marathon. With you, a do rest, you have a day off? Yeah, the rest days before the 40 before. mile. Mm. So
1: I kind of like it the way they did yeah, last year.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely me being not a runner. Well, it's like some people finish that forty mile day and it's super late at night, and then you have to wake yeah. up at seven and start running again, and that's going to be quite, quite a challenge. Yeah, I
1: feel like you need to have a rest day.
0: But we don't have one, so we just got to
1: got to got to do it.
0: Got to adjust. So yeah.
1: Um, what what is is your goal less than fifty hours? Is that the cutoff? That time not fifty. Thirty. It was 30 30 yeah. is, that, yeah. is that your goal
0: yeah so last year i got like 30 hours 40 minutes <laughs> oh. <laughs> but i didn't know it was a thing so
1: you'll you'll get it yeah. um segue uh-huh which game of thrones character <laughs> do you think would make the best endurance athlete and why
0: endurance athlete um well if you watch the show Um, Do
1: we need to have a spoiler? Kind of. I mean, if you're not watching the show by now, then, you know. Yeah, but there's a whole
0: episode where they go north of the wall. And there's like seven of them. And it's all the like hardened battle warrior guys, like the hound and stuff. And they all go north of the wall. And then something happens. And they have to send someone back. And they send Gendry. Oh, I like
1: your thought. Gendry, Gendry my boy. Yeah,
0: Gendry comes back and he just runs all the way from where they're in danger all the way back to their castle that could have been hundreds of miles i don't don't know know. but he's a great endurance runner because he's like sprinting and so it's funny like as an endurance athlete you're like dude no way he didn't have food he didn't have his electrolytes he didn't have those
1: aid stations yeah
0: no aid stations on his way back you know he's just and he was out of breath the whole entire time which is actually the most ridiculous part but that would That's be my answer. answer. Yeah, man. It's He'd a be a great, great endurance runner. Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: that totally threw me a
1: curveball. Here. That was the only question yeah. I've made. What
0: are you? Okay, so lately you've been doing. You don't want
1: to know who I pick?
0: Oh, yeah. Who'd you pick?
1: I got to go with my girl, Aria. Yeah. Right? Other I, side of the coin. Spoiler alert. Gendry.
0: Oh, yeah. Why? Though? I mean,
1: they would be a good partnership. Well, <laughs> they would have. Girl needs to go back. Whatever. Okay. Spoilers. Um, Because she's in it for the long game. Like, she doesn't, like, mess around. She's got her list.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, so she's, like, goal-oriented? She's
1: goal-oriented. Uh-huh. She is resourceful.
0: She, like, adapts. And, yes. She,
1: which is key. Yeah, she can. She can be quick.
0: Yeah. And she can steal people's faces. So... Yeah. I don't know why that's that would be useful mm-hmm. in an yeah, endurance steal, race. But. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Yeah. So many family. Yeah. Um, oh, that's my choice.
0: Yeah. So, I guess, like, training for this thing differently... Yeah, I mean, every time you're training for something, it's going to be different. I know people go, like, really by the book, and they have the watches.
1: Yeah, why why don't you have a watch?
0: I just, for me, I had a watch in Des Moines when we lived there for a while because Stan, your stepdad, yeah. gave me one. And uh, I would check it every, like, five seconds. It drove me insane.
1: Really? Like,
0: yeah, because I would want to see my pace. You're just
1: like, oh, your pace. Oh. Yeah,
0: so I would always be like, oh, my God, what's my pace now? Huh. And then five seconds later, I'm like, oh, my God, what's my pace now? Oh, like the whole entire time. And it was insanity.
1: Was it always the same?
0: It was. I mean, because I was trying like to.
1: Now you've run long enough. Can't you tell, like, how fast you're going?
0: I think so. But I truly don't but
1: know. But you don't like to know.
0: I don't like to know. And I don't like to know how far I've gone. Because that's the problem with the treadmill, too, for me. I mean, part of it is you are stationary. But the other part is. I constantly check the data and I want to see how far I've gone and it's frustrating. So like if I'm on a six mile run and I look at the treadmill or if I had a watch, I looked at my watch and I was only like three miles into it. It actually is like a kick to my mental state. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, I only have half of, I'm only halfway there and it seems so long, but yeah. So instead I run with, nothing basically. with your phone. With my phone it's and i listen to something reliable oh yeah and i don't even check that till like the end yeah the like apple the steps, steps which isn't yeah it's not super reliable well you know what i thought that it wasn't super reliable but when i did desert rats last year i checked back at the data and it was like almost was exact on, on oh, with the mileage good. that they said so hmm. i don't know but then at the same time um i ran that half marathon a few weeks ago or like a couple months ago. Yeah. Right from our house. And I ran a lot faster than I normally would. And it said I only went 10 miles. And then the next week I ran that same exact route.
1: But slower. But slower.
0: And it said I ran like 14. So.
1: I if it was like your stride or. Something.
0: I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if it like measures your stride or, um, you know, can interpret that or something. So. Yeah. But uh, I guess training like training is is going good. I I feel uh starting to get heat adapted cuz it's been so hot lately. Yeah. Cuz that's crazy. the biggest thing is I want to get my body used to the heat that way it's as comfortable as possible, I guess. And so that's kind of the biggest concern is making sure cuz remember last year our air conditioner went out?
1: Yes. And we got it fixed like at the end of summer. <laughs>
0: yeah. So secret heat training is have your air conditioner go out. Um but it's working this year so but yeah, i for now <laughs> i can tell i'm fat uh uh heat adjusted though because of the last few days since it's been really hot out i've been sweating like a madman like 24 <laughs> 7 i can't wear shirts like i can't just wear like dress shirts anymore to school oh yeah that's and perfect for teaching
1: about about puberty human, yeah for puberty yeah i'm like like you're gonna look like me well i was
0: talking about sweat yesterday and i was like notice i'm keeping my arms oh close my to my body because i'm sweating profusely right now um yeah so
1: do you have a thing that you want to do after this race like are you just gonna know. pick another crazy person long distance race <laughs> or no, actually, like, like are you gonna continue doing right well here's
0: thing, the thing like most of the people listening to the podcast i think probably are like it doesn't seem as crazy to them
1: you for know. the average Joe, it does. <laughs> um, so, I mean, are you going to keep doing running races? Or are you going to try know. to do, like, a bike run or, like, a triathlon? Yeah. Or?
0: I'm not sure yet. I remember last year at the end of it, because a lot of people use desert rats. First of all, I want to say this. If you're an ultra runner out there, I think this is the best advertising for this race. If you are training for one of the 200-mile races – I think Desert Rats is perfect training for that. Like Candace Burt does all these 200 mile races and they're apparently awesome, like the coolest events ever. Um, but they start, I believe, in July or August, maybe. It'll
1: also be good to do before.
0: And then. so Desert Rats is in June. So last year we had at least five or six people who were training for either Tahoe 200, Moab 200, or Bigfoot 200. And they were at Desert Rats because it's a week long and you're getting a significant amount of miles in you know Mm -hmm. and so it was
1: and you're not getting paid by them you just like you just just like to run to the desert i'm like
0: truly if if i was running one of those races i would this would be the perfect event to get myself ready for it because that's the big question right like all these people running 200 mile races is like how do you train for this thing and since it's a fairly new kind of phenomenon and ultra running there's not a whole lot of information out there and if there is there's Everyone trains differently, I guess, would be the final answer to that. But I think this way it would be a perfect event to lead up to that. So, um, oh, but what am I doing after? And this is the point is I felt amazing after. Like I felt like I was in the best shape of my life. Like when I saw you guys at the finish line after the marathon, I'm like, I could keep running marathons for like the next few weeks probably, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Because I was like, this is just, my body was like, this is what we do this now. This is what we do now. We this just, is what we, we do. Just,
1: we don't stop running. Yeah,
0: we just keep going. And and so part of me is like, should I use that endurance to do something afterwards? Or do I do what I did last year, which is just take some time off of running? Because I guess since it was on my mind so much, and since I was so focused on it, by the time, the like a week before Desert Rats last year, I was ready to just do it. That way I could do something different. And this year, since so far, it hasn't been as much of a thing on my mind, a stressor, I guess. Um, Obviously, I'm training for it still, but Mm -hmm. I'm not thinking about it 24-7 because I'm I'm more prepared of, like, knowing what to expect. Um, Now that, like, maybe afterwards I won't be tired of running, I guess what I'm trying to say. Um, But who knows? I don't know
1: what is gonna not empower you but what are you gonna think of to like get you to cross the finish line since we're not gonna be there at the end of I it know. this year
0: that was like a huge motivator last year i know especially the last couple of days as it approached like the first couple of days were really difficult because the end was not in sight yeah you know and then knowing that you guys were going to be at the finish line was huge the last to like the 40 mile day and the marathon day. Um, cause
1: then you're going to get done and then you're going to have to drive all the way back to go to the kids concert Yeah, dance yeah. Concert or dance recital.
0: Yeah. Which that can be, like I maybe I'll that use be that it. as the, as the motivation. I mean, obviously you guys will always be my motivation. Like every event ever, you know what I mean? Like you honestly, I I'm not just saying this cause you're right there asking me, <laughs> but
1: tell me how much like you love me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you and the girls are on my mind most of the time during these events honestly
1: and this will be special this year because last year like a day or two later we found out we were having millie yeah remember
0: <laughs> yeah i remember
1: and i was like sign up for this race again it'll be fine
0: yeah and then
1: mm-hmm. we now drove we
0: drove over what was it what's that road? The million dollar highway the million dollar highway from you Durango. to oh, durango yeah And we're going to stop in Silverton, but Zoe was puking. She puked like four times all over the car. And then our four-year-old missed breakfast. And if you're a parent out there, you know, if a four-year-old misses breakfast. Don't fumble breakfast. Buckle up. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And so it was chaos. It was like the craziest more. It was probably the craziest two hours we've had as parents. It was bad. It was very bad. And then as soon as we finally got both of them to fall asleep. In the car, you went inside that gas station and took a pregnancy test, and you came out. I was
1: like, I can't handle this right now.
0: And you came out, and you're like, I'm pregnant. And I was like, Whoa! And we we're excited. Yeah. no it wasn't like we were story. bummed. It wasn't
1: like a romantic way of me telling you. Yeah. I just like threw it at you. No, and dude. It was. Laughing. It was. <laughs> it was
0: totally the. Uh, it's not the romantic way of like, the first child way <laughs> it's the third child's way yeah, it's what it, it needs to be for pull parents over to a gas parents who already have two pull over a gas station while cleaning up puke and uh <laughs> getting books thrown out your head by a four-year-old oh my god
1: and then learning four is rough
0: yeah being in four was rough um <laughs> but yeah so maybe I'll. but use now th- we're here but now we're here Dude, it's honestly great. life is great honestly like i don't know right i heard this well i heard this from someone trying to remember who it was probably i think it was on the rich roll podcast and i can't remember the guy's name he's like the lead singer for the crow mags or something
1: i I can't remember who that is
0: but he had such a great saying and um and i think about it quite often because it's like it's about perception right like even today when i was leaving school one of the was like i was like how was your day man how's your last few weeks of school going and he goes "Ah, it's school And I was like, what does that mean, dude? He's like, it's school. And I'm like,
1: living the dream.
0: Well, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, well, it is what you make of it. Like your perception going in is going to skew whether you like it or whether you don't like it, you know? And so the saying that he heard that I heard was like, um, is something about like, and I always mess up sayings. I know you do. (laughs) It's something about, uh, flies. And then bees and like how flies always go and Didn't look. Didn't I tell you this? You might have told me this too, but I heard this on this thing to too.
1: It, I'm trying to remember what the quote is. It's
0: basically like flies always seek out like the dead, rotting, like negative stuff, right?
1: Yeah.
0: The stuff that stinks. Yeah. And bees are searching but for But that the-
1: makes them happy, right? No, I'm messing up this so whole. You're messing up the whole the analogy. The purpose of this. <laughs>
0: so flies are they're looking for things that stink and then they end up finding that stuff and bees are seeking like the flowers and the sugar and all the sweet stuff and they're finding that too and it's like it's your perception like the way you look at events is the way that those events eventually play out it's also like self-fulfilling prophecy right like if i i learned self-fulfilling prophecy my first year of teaching because if i came in being like, this is gonna be rough and these kids are gonna drive me crazy, then guess what, like I started noticing things that drove me crazy and it drove me crazy. Mm -hmm. But if I came in with the idea of like, this is gonna be awesome, this is gonna be fun, like we're gonna all learn together, you know, and that mindset, you know, it's changed the way I taught and it changed the way like I see life, honestly, because it's like, why would I go into something expecting that's gonna be bad? When there's so many opportunities for it to be good at this point,
1: that's a very succinct and good thing to say.
0: Thank you. Were you looking up the quote?
1: Yeah, all I could find was like, "It's easy to kill bees with vinegar." <laughs> 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 no, no, I couldn't find it. But I, you basically said it right. It was like, "Are you gonna look for the? Are you are you gonna look for poop or are you gonna look for honey?" <laughs> so,
0: it's easy to kill bees with vinegar.
1: No, what is it? Well, the one that kept on coming up is you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. Sometimes we- <laughs> I don't what? know if this is well, like factual or if this is the...
0: <laughs> They're like, actually, this is what you need for gardening.
1: <laughs> um, But remember, s- side note, mm. remember you kill ants when you mix bleach with sugar and put it on your house? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, that's just a tip. That's just a life <laughs> no. tip right there. <laughs> that's what made me think of it. Because our neighbor is like a pro at being handyman, and he did that around the <laughs> house. So if you, if you have ant problems.
0: I thought you were making an analogy there, too. <laughs> I thought you were just making an analogy. Yeah. Like, Hey, do you remember that it's easy to kill ants yes. with sugar? Because sweet things. I don't know. I don't know where you're going with that. Oh, I don't know. Nice.
1: No, but to kind of bring it back to, like, your outlook, the – I heard this quote, and it was actually from one of the Peloton instructors. But it's like, what I think of now, like almost every day, and it's remember what you wished for, what you have now. Yeah. And I'm like, so just teaches you to be grateful and like be in the present and be like thankful for all things you have because you used to want all those things and now you have it. So don't always be like looking for the next best thing. Like enjoy what you have.
0: Yeah, and even some things like you might have never wanted, right? but you have them now or you might yeah. not have you might want something completely different than you did 10 years ago you know so it's like why don't you just appreciate the stuff you have now and then in the future when that stuff changes or whatever you can appreciate the new things that you have you know you can always look around and like see the positives or you can see the negatives and that's your choice and personally i'd rather see the positives because yeah. it makes life a heck of a lot more fun you looking and for the honey I'm looking for that honey. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of my outlook. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard with at times with that outlook when you see people who are stressed out or negative. And stress isn't a bad thing necessarily. Like obviously there are situations where you should be stressed out. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Just, well,
1: you have like a fight or flight response to you do
0: and that's good you should yeah. have that you should be stressed out when about you're always situations. in that that it's unhealthy 100 and you know you can you can choose to be like that all the time though and unfortunately i think some people do which is a huge bummer and you know as from a doctor perspective like that causes all sorts of issues yeah you know just like high cortisol levels and stuff to sound smart
1: that is that true? very smart is that true well cortisol is your stress hormone
0: but can that cause issues and stuff? You have like chronic stress.
1: Well, yeah, it can cause lots of issues. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, can I ask you another question? You Just don't have to,
0: to, to th- ask to ask a question. Remember we covered this the last podcast? Do you remember? Can that? I raise my hand? We no, kept I asking remember. each other if we could ask each other I know. a question. This is
1: what happens when two really polite people get married to each other. Yeah. Um, have you seen Patch Adams?
0: I have, but it's been so long. Like, right. I remember two things. It's been forever. The okay, nose. Okay, what? Okay, yeah. And, okay, and three things. The other thing. Okay. I remember the nose. Yes. Something about a cliff, which Ooh, might have been super part. sad. I don't remember. There's something about a cliff. Okay. And then the legs coming into
1: his uh, uh, Okay.
0: <laughs> his OB class or whatever. Yes. <laughs> okay, that
1: wasn't what, But, okay. You remember, isn't it, isn't it Patch Adams where he gets the swimming pool filled with spaghetti oh yeah is that happy gilmore no no
0: that is patch adams is it
1: happy gilmore too
0: happy gilmore is a completely different well
1: it's completely <laughs> different but does, whatever okay but that is patch yeah adams? Okay. yeah yeah my question for you what would your swimming okay pool... so explain it though i don't remember no
0: so he... no it
1: was was it like this diet was it like some old lady's wish to swim in spaghetti yeah
0: and he was and like he, he that could be possible done yeah
1: okay what would you swim in what would you put in your pool
0: in my pool?
1: Yeah. What would your spaghetti be? Dude. I'm just trying to like delve uh, deeper into your psyche. Why you listeners. oatmeal for breakfast every morning? Oh, my
0: God. So maybe oatmeal with some peanut butter. That's lame. Okay, you're bananas. getting covered. what What else would be in the pool? Money?
1: I already know my answer. No, it has to be a food.
0: <laughs> that wasn't – you didn't – I didn't know if that, that was okay. the answer.
1: Okay, it has to be food. Otherwise, everybody would say like Benjamins, you know, $100 bills, y'all.
0: <laughs> um, oh man, I honestly oatmeal would be cool, right? It'd be kind of sticky. <laughs>
1: that is the oh, latest. Oatmeal no, would be sticky. Saddest answer. Oh wait,
0: what about like a giant bowl of cereal?
1: What kind of cereal? Um, with the milk. You know, or just
0: I would reenact the Honey I Shrunk the Kids scene with a yes. giant cereal. The I would get like giant Fruit Loops in there. Okay. And I would use them as floating, like personal flotation devices.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and then if i got hungry i'd eat them all right i've never thought of that question You've
1: never thought of that i could literally like in less than five second. seconds tell you my answer okay go ranch
0: just floating around in ranch
1: <laughs> yes absolutely would
0: that attract bugs
1: like all those factors <laughs> aside because any food is going to attract bugs ranch okay okay yep 100 percent ranch <laughs>
0: Would you just dip all the other food? I would swim
1: I would sanitize myself, like be nice and clean before I jump in because I am gonna swim in it. But then I would just like find a way to keep it sealed and then dip things forever in it. Just carrots, chicken fingers, carrots, French fries, celery. Celery, carrots, broccoli, lettuce, everything everything. Sweet potato fries. Sweet potato fries. Yeah.
0: That's kind. Of, I don't agree with you on that. And
1: one. it's a liquid, so you could actually swim in it, unlike the spaghetti, which I feel like you would just sit yeah. on top of.
0: That actually kind of seems dangerous. I think. You Pat- think I would sink in the? No, in spaghetti. I think Patch Adams the, like, should. Yeah.
1: Why? Well, I mean, she was old. Yeah, even more dangerous. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So, anyways, so what? What like? Do you have any? I mean, as we're going in, we're like getting ready for summer and. I mean, here's the thing. We're just – it seems like we're constantly busy.
1: Oh, yeah. I feel like we're constantly, like, doggy paddling to stay afloat.
0: But do you think – I mean, I have to assume that's how most parents feel, especially parents. I feel like
1: you're going to feel like that no matter how much work you have on you.
0: I think so, too. Like, I feel
1: like we felt this way last year with two kids, and we have three kids now, and I still feel like that. When I
0: think you feel this way in college, and I think you – because – you look back and you're like, oh my God, I had so much free time Yeah, in but like, While remember when we
1: had one kid?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> like, that was a walk in the park.
0: Yeah, but I guess my point is like, I remember being stressed almost all the time in college. Yeah. But now I look back and I'm like, dude, why was I stressed all the time? That was ridiculous. I didn't have anything going on.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? But I just, people, you, I don't know, there's kind of this idea of like, it when you start making more money, you find more stuff to spend it on. That idea, I feel like as you start getting more response, like you find places to spend your stress on if you want to, and you can be stressed and busy, no matter what part of life you're in or whatever. Does that yeah. make sense? I don't know if that made any sense. No,
1: that makes sense.
0: But how do you prevent that because I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want don't to be, know. I honestly, I feel like I'm not stressed, but I do feel like I'm incredibly busy.
1: I'm very busy and <laughs> no, no, I'm I don't know. Are you trying to get to like self-care?
0: Sure. we can talk about self-care.
1: I mean, I feel like that's like such a buzz topic right now. But I mean, if something is important to you, you will make time for it. So like, the majority of my time is kids. my kids. And every Work. once in a while, I get to go to yoga like I get to go yeah. to after this. Um, but there's going to come a time where I'm going to wish that the majority of my time was with exactly. my kids. So I'm just going to take all this exhaustion for what it is and, like, relish in it. Yeah.
0: I try to think of that, too, because you're right. Like, we're so busy and we're, like, in, in the middle of it right now. And someday we'll look back. Just like we look back at like college and stuff and be like, oh, man, why were we so stressed? Like there's nothing going on. We'll look back here and be like, oh, my God, why didn't we realize how much amazingness we had? Yeah. And I think we actually do a pretty good job appreciating that most days. Um, But when you're in the middle of it, it's it can just be almost like overwhelming, I guess. So when people would since like you're right, like self-care is such a buzzword, but. What does it mean like what are people intending that to mean
1: i mean i think it means something different for every person but it's essentially doing like something that like fills your cup that you know that is somewhat selfish but in a good way like you're know, taking care of yourself or like you're doing something just for the because it makes you feel good yeah and not because it makes somebody else feel good yeah yeah
0: do you think there's like
1: that's my definition of it i don't know yeah I don't know. For I, sure. we could google it we could be like a 7th grade speech to be like Webster's dictionary Webster's dictionary defines says- self-care
0: as care for the for oneself. <laughs> um do do you think like I don't know, I almost think it's really it's incredibly important, but I think people might be like if I do this, it'll be a cure all for all of my issues and all of my problems. And then they do something like maybe they do go to A yoga class for the first time and they realize like oh man this isn't a cure-all for everything you know what i mean like i just feel like there's almost this emphasis of like from the perspective of like self-care is really good don't get me wrong but i don't want people to have the expectation of like and if you do this everything will be a-okay
1: no but i feel like if you take care of yourself then you can respond to your surroundings better
0: 100 percent 110%
1: 110% 158. Chris Ward. But like, <laughs> yeah, like everybody does yoga. But if you're like, I hate yoga, like don't do that. Like yeah. that's not your, like yeah. that's not your self-care.
0: Yeah. And if, if you know, obviously. And self-care
1: I- can be like, I'm going to get my hair done. I'm going to get a massage. I'm going to sit on my butt and listen to this trashy podcast for an hour. Or I am gonna you calling make- this podcast trashy? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Yours is the highest of quality. The ones that I listen to um, we're not even gonna talk about it, but they fill my cup, and I enjoy yeah. listening to them.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's the thing that gives you just a break for a second.
1: Yeah. What is your self care, Chris Ward? I mean, uh,
0: I mean, running. Yeah, but I like I like honestly, but I,
1: like you run. What do you listen to when you run? Well, like, here's that's the thing. All part of it. Like it's, I I would not be able to run or walk or run without listening to something.
0: It's not just running for me. Like if you put me on a treadmill and i it was like this is your hour to go run i'd be like oh my yeah, god like no matter. i don't want to do it yeah or if even sometimes like i've there are aspects of like running on the road and stuff that i enj- can enjoy and i do like going fast and stuff every so often but for me it's like getting out in the wilderness exploring like the other weekend I went to White Ranch Park which is this like super hard 14 miler. It's where I was supposed to, yeah, do that race. Race oh, supposed to be that race. Oh, by the way, update. If you listen last week, um unfortunately they had to cancel that race cuz it like rained and snowed all week so the trails would have been like crazy. Yeah. But I ended up doing this awesome And they awesome reschedule
1: it for when you're doing your desert race. Yeah, so, so I, I can't
0: it. go unfortunately. Um uh, maybe next year, but um which it is what it is. Like I totally understand like his perspective or not even his perspective. It was this. Let's just
1: say you want it.
0: <laughs> it was the county um, shut down the park that day because the trails were so bad. So I went to Boulder instead, um, did Bear Peak and South Boulder Peak. And then went down Mesa Trail, went all the way up Flagstaff Mountain and then back. And the trails were crazy. Like there were times I thought I was running down a creek. So I totally cool. understand. But um. But I was at White Ranch Park a couple of weeks ago, and it's hard. It's difficult. It's a really difficult like thirteen miles or so on this loop, and and so that wears you out. And at the the same point is like I've ran that route a whole bunch of times, so that can kind of get trying too. But I was ex- I saw turkeys. I heard turkeys gobbling. I saw grouse. I saw <laughs> <a> deer. <laughs> you know, I have a weird obsession know, with grouse. <laughs> and
1: uh what is a grouse for those it's a ground
0: nesting bird (laughs) i know that
1: is that like an umbrella term
0: so grouse is yeah there's a bunch of different types of grouse or Uh ptarmigan
1: (laughs) is that the same thing as a grouse
0: yes i learned all this in first grade when i did okay so wait
1: a grouse is any sort of ground No, no, no
0: no 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 a grouse is a specific type of ground nesting bird but it's
1: That means its nest is on the ground.
0: Yes. And it can't really like fly and soar through the air. Like they can kind of like fly up into a tree, but they can't, you know, like it's not like a, I want to say seagull for some reason, or like a goose is not going to fly forever and ever and ever.
1: Okay.
0: So even a turkey can only kind of like fly up into a tree. I don't know. Can they fly? No, a peacock is 100% not a grouse though. This is like a specific type. Okay. Ground nesting bird. Okay. Yeah. But, anyways, I liked exploring. I like getting out there. That's my thing that fills me up, is really. That's why I love trail running, is because you're going out into the woods and you're exploring at the end of the day. And you just happen to be exploring faster than if you were hiking um, because it's running. So you can combine (laughs) 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 it. And you're welcome. I just explained trail running. For most so of you guys who are already trail running, I know, I, I can I know you can't believe it, <laughs>
1: um, but, you, oh, but sorry. I guess the
0: point I was trying to make is that just means you can explore more in a shorter amount of time. Yeah. So, and get, get a workout in at the same there time. There you
1: go. Um, what's your patronus?
0: Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? No. Well, my, what house are you in? Oh, my God. You're asking me the Harry Potter questions now. Um, I'm just
1: trying to g- let the listener get we've, to know Our house,
0: more. so after, like, after Millie was born, Lindsay reread all the Harry Potter books in seven weeks, which is an accomplishment, right? Well,
1: yeah, those books are thick.
0: Because <laughs> with a newborn baby, you Well, could, it
1: was mostly, like, the last, you know...
0: The last four or something. Yeah,
1: because I... Yeah.
0: Yeah, but with a newborn baby, you kind of just sit there.
1: Yeah, there's a lot to do.
0: And it's awesome. It's incredible, like...
1: You're landlocked
0: But you're, land, you're landlocked <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're landlocked So you read Harry, all the Harry Potter books mm-hmm.
1: um, And the Cursed Child And the And all of it, the yeah The Quidditch book And the Fantastic Beasts Yeah, and actually
0: the- uh, Desert Rats Training I've been listening to a podcast Called Binge Mode Where they go through All the yes. Harry Potter books Like chapter cannot by chapter I could not recommend
1: That podcast I gotta more. tell you
0: If you run If you
1: want hours
0: That's what I'm saying If Hours you, if, you, if you're like I'm only gonna listen to this While I run you're going to be in great shape by the end of it because it is
1: so good i don't how
0: many hours are there
1: there's like 65 episodes so i to go through all the book and each one's at least an hour if not two and, yeah
0: yeah so you get in yeah
1: and that's just one shape. season of it because they also do like other random stuff and they do game of thrones yeah
0: but anyway so i've been listening to that and just every, like not every time i run but some of the times i run and i I gotta send him a message and just be like, hey guys, yeah, thank yeah, you for helping me train for I this. Super I would be long like, race. Thank
1: you for helping me do chores. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So anyways, that's kind of
1: uh, Um My Patronus, you. know what, dude? Asking, I'm
0: super boring by the way. Like
1: Mine is a greyhound. Yeah. Or a deer hound.
0: That means you're really fast. Those yeah. are the ones that race.
1: Oh, I know. And I'm in Hufflepuff.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You and the tattoo artist yesterday oh. had, like, a very deep discussion. Because <laughs> about... he had
1: the Horcrux tattoo. I know, he's he awesome. Was, yeah.
0: But uh, I'm boring, man. Like, I'm pretty sure everything is just, like, the same as Harry Potter.
1: No. It
0: is. I looked it up because, remember, You during... need
1: to do the official test on Pottermore. Okay. And then you but need to during... report back to the listeners.
0: During parent-teacher conferences. When you do this
1: <laughs> outro, what your... Yeah. Patronus in your houses.
0: Okay. I'm sure they're going to be on the edge of their No, shoes. I'm going to
1: guess right. I'm going to say golden retriever. Is, uh, is that patronus? one? I don't know if I that's don't know. One. I didn't know a you deer hound You just think was my one.
0: spirit animal is a He's golden, a golden retriever. retriever. Why?
1: Because you're always, like, happy. So, and hey you're guys? like, hey, hey, guys, you want to go running? You want to run, run your for this Hey, hey. I'm always happy. I wake up really, really early, and I'm full of energy. <laughs>
0: That's so true. Um,
1: that's exactly. Okay, how it so sounds. I think you are gonna be a golden retriever in Gryffindor. I am gonna say
0: someone out there just turned the podcast off. They're like, hey, Harry Potter, that
1: this isn't where they belong." Then,
0: <laughs> hey, whoa, <laughs> hey, come back, <laughs> come back. I'm just kidding. Uh, that's funny. Um,
1: what position? No, I, I will. We're not. I was. <laughs> let me finish that question. <laughs> I was going to say, what position would you be in Quidditch? But I was like, nope, I'm going to stop asking Harry Potter questions. But then I just stopped with what position would you be <laughs>
0: in <laughs> um, Yeah, I don't know. Okay. What's the one that they just like hit the giant the bludger. ball? At? Yeah, that's what I would be. Or beater. Because I was You're always a beater defense. and you hit with the bludger. Well, I was always defense. <laughs> <laughs> in hockey when I was growing up, I was a defenseman um there you go. and then obviously well i guess i wasn't line. i was o-line too i was o-line d-line rugby i guess rugby you're up you everyone has to play defense anyways but yeah so that's kind of that i want to do a whole podcast about rugby at some point
1: so if oh, anyone's yeah. listening
0: out there and you're like i know someone who has an awesome rugby story um obviously i have people in mind because
1: you should talk to your guy that you do rugby club with
0: I was thinking about that, yeah, or like some of my old teammates from Iowa, um, but I really want to. I think that'd be so cool. I found a guy. I was looking up. I have like on my phone, just like. You know how you have the, like what websites? Yeah. What I don't know what this is called like tabs. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have so many tabs open of like people. I'm like I should interview these people. And one was this like,
1: Mm-mm. guy from
0: the 2016 Olympics. Uh, For rugby because they 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 started playing well they started playing sevens again In the olympics which is Obviously i'm like why did they ever take rugby out of the olympics It makes no sense But he's also a three-time super bowl champion Because he plays for the patriots His name is nate Ebner i would love to interview that Calling
1: you out right now nate (laughs)
0: come on nate No uh don't call him out Because once again he plays rugby and football And he could snap me like a twig Um but yeah i think That would be so cool Also, another guy I want to interview at some point. um, I'm trying to even remember his name, but there's a story a few years ago for the Chicago Blackhawks. Um,
1: Oh, the goalie.
0: Yeah. So they're both their goalies got hurt in a playoff game. And there's like this, like, I guess there's this thing in the NHL.
1: Is it every team?
0: I think it's every team. They have just some guy in town. Who would be like the third string, but like never practices with the team or anything? It's just a guy that they know is good at goalie, who they can call up. So there's this accountant. um Hold on, let me. I'm trying to find this this story because it was just oh, it's like an emergency backup goalie, um, and he got to go out and he played for the Blackhawks. Like that day, could you imagine being at your desk and? you're just doing your normal job as an accountant and then the chicago blackhawks call you and like they're like, up they're like hey uh we're gonna need you to play in our playoff game tonight um it's pretty incredible oh his name's scott foster that was the guy um but yeah that guy i think would just be he's a 36 year old beer league player like he just plays men's league for fun and beer that's
1: awesome and then he
0: got to go out and play uh for the Blackhawks and closed out a win, which is pretty cool. So anyways, I like those weird stories, you know what I mean? No, that's cool. Like um it. Yeah.
1: Oh, sorry I interrupted you. Okay. I don't, care. Oh, I, right, right, I don't right.
0: know where I was going with that.
1: Um do you wanna talk about Mount Goat Kids race?
0: Sure, yeah. Can you kind of give us like a yes. explanation? So
1: mango Goat Kids was start this is I keep on telling Chris he needs to reach out to these guys to interview him. But Mount Goat Kids is a trail running group that was started by a bunch of dads that like to trail run. And it's like just to get kids interested in running and it's really adorable and cute. And it's like age two to 11 and they have like varying distances based on how old the kids are. So like Zoe is our two and a half year old and she ran 0.6 miles with yeah. me. And then Harper ran like almost two miles. Mm-hmm. Like and actually ran it, um, with you and it's always on a trail and, um, is it always a loop no not always so there's some something
0: that's out and back
1: yeah um but they have like a start line mm-hmm. and you get a medal and they're like cute swag they and treat it adorable they
0: treat it like an and adult they have racing race. bibs that yeah. they
1: decorate before the race and it's a super cute
0: yeah i, I really think it's and cool
1: harper c- talks about training for her race like three months in advance yeah
0: i think it's cool because it's you think of a kid's race and you think almost like gimmicky like a yeah. oh, kids race like whatever but these guys it's a group of dads who started it just to get their kids interested in running i think and there's no gimmick they treat it exactly like a trail race like you or i would go to yeah. and it's super cool and harper our, our five-year-old gets so nervous before it like she'll she's like in the zone she loves it so much but she'll like pace yeah before it and not talk to anybody she'll like get on in game mode put on her game face and get ready to go. And then it's so funny because a lot of times she's like, Dad, I don't want you to run with me this time. I'm like, okay. Oh, but they asked me to sweep the course, so I have to be behind everybody. <laughs> and then after about two minutes of full-out sprinting, which all the kids, they don't know how to pace themselves. No. She'll slow down, start walking, and then look around, and I'll be there with water right away. And I think she appreciates like hero. that. Yeah, but I love it. It's
1: it's like one of my favorite things. It is, me too. And they're doing four and summer. they
0: love it too, and that's the most important yeah. part because I think people could look at that and be like, "Oh yeah, my like god!" Yeah, same
1: you're, thing with skiing. Like, if you're not enjoying it, you need to take them home.
0: Yeah, and she loves skiing this year too. But I just think like people could have this perspective of like, you're forcing them into that. Oh my god, that's the worst thing. But it's like, dude, they love it. They they're yeah. surrounded by like 300 other kids who also are loving it. Yeah, you know. So yeah, but it's awesome. It they do it around the Denver area.
1: Well, and they've but, expanded yeah. to Phoenix. Yeah, and, and then they go up in the mountains, so like Frisco Vale, and snow then they're, the girls are doing a Ragnar. Well, they're not doing a Ragnar, but it's part of like some yeah, Ragnar, Ragnar weekend in Snowmass.
0: Yeah, it's part of it. So it's gonna be sweet. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. I
1: know.
0: Cool, cool. Anything else we should cover? Ooh, I got one. This is why I've wanted to talk about this for weeks. You always
1: like throw me for a loop.
0: Um, the Free Solo movie.
1: <laughs> oh, I was like, I haven't seen that, but that's the climbing one. Yes, you've Not seen it. You so- have seen No, no, no. no, no. It. I thought you were talking about Han Solo. Oh,
0: no, you have seen Han Solo. I haven't seen Han Solo. Well, I saw Free Solo. Originally, I think that were... was
1: like the first movie we watched when we came home from the hospital.
0: Oh, nice. I think they were gonna name it Solo,
1: but then they're like, but Damn then they're it. like,
0: oh, Han Solo movie's coming out, so we can't name it that. What did you think of it?
1: Um, I enjoyed watching it, knowing that he did it. Oh yeah.
0: So this is the movie like about Alex Honnold. if it Alex was like Honnold, a
1: suspenseful thing yeah. where you're like, does he fall and die? I would not have even come close to watching it. Yeah. But knowing that like obviously he didn't get injured, and, that, and knowing that he made it to the top because that happened like a year ago and it was a, a, a surprise that he did it. It was not scary to watch.
0: Yeah. For you. For me though, like, so this is about Alex Honnold free soloing El Capitan.
1: The one thing I didn't like was they're like, is his girlfriend gonna mess him up?
0: I thought that was I thought all the aspects were really interesting. It was
1: interesting, but I'm like that poor girl.
0: No, I know, but there's deserve
1: like that pressure to like. The not story of this psyche
0: I thought was like this person who's used to doing all these things by himself and used that was to being good. like
1: how he's used to like.
0: Yeah, and how now he's having this relationship. Well, he's used. And
1: he hugs her at the end and says, "I like, oh. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler, he after climbs he did, it. After he makes it? <laughs> after he makes it, what doesn't he say? He loves her and he never says that to her. I, don't, I, I remember can't remember. I don't know. You don't, you don't, remember, that I don't remember that part. I don't remember
0: that like, part. Well, I just, this guy who's an athlete, he's at his whole life hasn't had anything to really. Alex Honnold. Yeah, he hasn't had anything to really. Um, like, especially in his free soloing, which is climbing without ropes, he hasn't had anything in the back of his mind to think about. And then, how can that mess someone up, right? Like now, you have something to be concerned about, right? Possibly, and then his whole perspective on it is just really interesting to me. But at the same time, I knew he survived. Yeah. Which, thank God, I think he's like the coolest dude in the world. By the way,
1: I am like I have a huge man survived. crush
0: on him. He's awesome.
1: <laughs> I follow him on Inst- I uh, I follow him on Instagram, but he makes me nervous.
0: But I even knowing. The outcome of it that he did climb it and it was successful, it was so intense. It was intense. Because they show him earlier in the movie climbing it with ropes, and you see the parts that he struggles with, and you see the parts that he fails on. And you're so then when you get to the point where he's free soloing it, in the back of your mind, you're like, I've already seen him fall on this part four times, and now he's doing it without ropes. And it's my hands were sweating. I was like, and the other part I thought was genius was they get the perspective of the climber on the ground as he's watching him from so the with cameraman, the cameraman yeah. with the big lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, his reaction is all of our reaction. Like his reaction is I can't, even, I can barely watch this. And he's like the audience. He is. He's exactly like the audience in that moment, and it's awesome, dude. I love that movie so much. I watched it two times, like.
1: Don't we didn't we Maybe buy the it same day yeah it's so
0: good and I then there, you're
1: like have you heard of this oscar award-winning movie <laughs>
0: oh yeah have you heard of this insanely popular movie <laughs> free solo that everyone's seen especially people who listen to this podcast probably <laughs> <laughs> the other one that's good though is don wall um which one don wall that Tom, with tommy caldwell it's also about him climbing el capitan but he's climbing this route that looks like our wall right here where there's like, it's completely flat, there's no grips, and somehow he has to get up it. It's like, probably. Does he use ropes? He does, but they have to climb every bit without the assistance of the ropes, except not to fall. And it takes them, I can't remember exactly, like 18 days to eventually climb up it. But.
1: Is that the one where they're like, sleep? Is that the one that you watched with Harper?
0: That's the one that I watched with Harper, and at the beginning of the movie, his the, story. Is is, he the one
1: who was like they get
0: held hostage. Oh no! All right, I remember then,
1: Harper was telling me about
0: this. <laughs> and then Probably the, not appropriate. for have much. well, I don't want to like right. I don't want to spoil it okay, too right. much. It's good. What's it's so the name of it? It's so good. It's called The Don Wall. It's on Netflix now. Oh. Um, but, mm-hmm. but I I laughed because I remember when I was a kid, I would leave movies like Ninja Ninja Turtle movies and Fist stuff, pump. and I would start like air fighting like oh. karate mm-hmm. fighting the air, you know. <laughs> And do you remember when we watched Daredevil? After he yes. fights those guys in the hallway? The, at the
1: Netflix movie, no, at, not at, the Ben Affleck. Yeah,
0: the show. At the end of that episode, remember I got up and I started air fighting as a grown man? Unfortunately, yes. Okay. Um, that's what I used to do after movies all the time. After we watched Don Wall, Harper goes up to our stairs that start going up and she starts pretending like she's climbing, like she's a rock climber. And I was like, this is a hilarious. So that's like the biggest compliment to those two movies after both of them. Because I think three stars should do the climbing. same thing.
1: Because isn't there like the biggest rock climbing indoor uh, gym somewhere in Englewood close to I don't
0: know. I always thought there was like a giant one in uh, somewhere in Texas too, but well, I'm not we'll sure. We'll look it up. Yeah, I know there's like kid rock climbing gyms here too, though. Which that's another thing. Like, If we had a gym a little bit closer, I would go and boulder. You'd be like a membership? Well, I just really like bouldering. It's fun. It's a good excuse to get a really good workout in. It almost kind of feels like a video game where you figure out one move, you know, and then the next move you fail on and then you slowly figure that one out and you try again. You keep trying and trying and trying until eventually you get up the boulder route. Um, I think it's super fun. And yeah, I kind of miss doing that. But.
1: This is called Earth Treks and it's in Englewood, Colorado. Oh, and yeah? I'm pretty sure it's the biggest. It's 53,000 square feet.
0: Nice. That's awesome. So cool. We should probably so wrap if this up. They want to give you money to like, sponsor. Yeah. That'd be great. No, that's all right. I honestly like. I haven't taken sponsorship. I know. You're very.
1: I don't know what the word is. Well, because. I think it, it's good because it's the. Unless there's something that it's like you're all about
0: yeah i this the podcast to me is like a fun like your baby it's part of like when you're talking about filling your cup like it's part of filling my cup every week like i love doing it i love meeting new people i found out i like two years ago i did a test and it said i was an extrovert and i'm like whoa maybe i am an extrovert i never thought of that i never considered that because i was an only child growing up you know but all it took was some dumb internet quiz. See,
1: exactly like what you're going to do after this and you're going to yeah, in the outro you're going to say, you know. Oh yeah. What I'm your sure house that, and your patronus. And are. everyone will be like, "Thank People God." are going to stick around. They'll be like, "Thank God. God.
0: I heard his patronus is a peacock or something."
1: I can't wait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I made the mistake of telling like another grown-up one time that I looked up my patronus and they Don't just, be ashamed. They just looked at me though and I felt ashamed.
1: I remember, I don't remember where I heard this, but I heard this probably like 20 years ago and I try to live by it, that there is no such thing as a guilty pleasure. Like you should not feel pleasure. guilty about enjoying something. Do I love Harry Potter? Yes. Do I like Game of Thrones? Yes. Do I sometimes still listen to NSYNC? Maybe.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no No guilt. No guilt
0: no guilt no guilt because when Do i was in I high school
1: tr- you got mail over and over
0: you watch yes. you've got mail an unhealthy amount of times
1: well it was because in med school i needed something on the background that wouldn't distract me but yeah. like was noise and so i have it memorized so i don't need to pay attention to it <laughs> yeah exactly. i wanted it to be you i wanted it
0: Aww. to be so badly Meg Ryan.
1: gosh the best way better than sleepless in seattle Oh yeah, I will fight whoever. Yeah,
0: Sleepers in Seattle is like creepy. Have they the
1: third movie together. Yeah,
0: they did um, Joe versus the volcano, uh, and that one's awesome because it's super weird. It's not like what you expect at all. But Sleepers in Seattle's weird. And, like she feels like a stalker in it to me. She, but
1: then she peels that apple the same way as that kid's mom did.
0: I don't remember this. I think I blanked out. Whatever was I called Sleepless in Seattle I, yeah, As I, just I do most weird. Romantic comedies
1: What's your favorite Romantic comedy?
0: Um, Bridget Jones Diary <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like British humor So that one worked for me um, I remember you watched like the third one. Oh, the and baby I was one like half was paying attention. I'm like, this movie is.
1: I don't need. I blocked terrible. that one. It was bad
0: Yeah. I You're was, like,
1: is it mcdreamy's Dreamy's baby or is it Colin? I Chris's was like, baby? this
0: movie is a garbage <laughs> movie. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry.
1: Was that. And then that was after Reese, or not Reese, what's her name? Renee Zellweger had. I was like, is this Renee and Zellweger, and Zellweger like, anymore? Too, yeah.
0: Yeah. But, anyways.
1: We, we got to end on something about that.
0: We do. Um, I don't even remember what point you were trying to make with that. We were
1: talking about how there's no such thing as guilt. Oh pleasures. yeah, Like the, you like what you like. I agree. Yeah, you shouldn't feel sorry about
0: it. I I'm trying to tell my students, you know, like I work with kids in middle school. I mean, kids in middle school, the hardest part is the self loathing at times, right? Like you're like, oh my god, I'm not like this person. Blah 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 blah. And I truly look at all of them as individuals, and I'm like, you guys are awesome kids you all have strengths you all do and I know some of them are like no I don't like they don't believe it but I'm like you all have these strengths you're all incredible please understand that about yourself like I see that and I hope you see that too and I've like I expand that view like everybody has strengths every single person on earth has something they're strong at that they could use yeah. To help them live a happy, successful life. Like every single person does. Um, you just
1: we, have to tap into it. When
0: we get super caught up in like comparing ourselves to others, you know, mm-hmm. which is the total middle school mindset. You know, you compare yourselves to others. You feel like you're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Right? Like you, <laughs> sorry, I just want to throw that in there. But you feel like you're unworthy because you're not doing something that someone else is doing.
1: Yeah. And like sometimes your weaknesses can be your strength. Like our five-year-old not the best soccer player she always uses her hands she could be a goalie
0: 100 percent. yeah exactly yeah. you just got to figure that out and the problem is though i think people can get stuck in middle school mindset and you don't want to be in middle school mindset because we all remember middle school Nobody wants and it to was middle tough school. it was hard it was like the hardest times ever because
1: i peaked in middle school <laughs> well
0: it was the hardest no you did not i did too no you did not it was the hardest time ever though because like Think about all the stuff. Like, I had them no, this it's week. Brutal. I had them list on the board the decisions that they have to make from now through high school, and you put that list up there, and you're like, Ooh, whoa, yeah. middle schoolers have a lot going on. Like, we don't give them enough credit, I don't think. But at the, at the same time, like, they have all this stuff going on, and if you feel bad about yourself or you feel like you're not worthy at that point, like, that's going to make everything 10 million times harder, you know? And I, I want them to see, like – they're all incredible, but they have to figure that out. And at the same time, you have to be nice and you have to be caring and grateful and
1: good person.
0: You know, you have to be a good person. Yeah, exactly. So publicly? So that's kind of what it just, the podcast cut us off for a second, but I want to thank you for coming on. You're incredible. I love you. Love you too. You're amazing. Go do yoga. You're amazing. Go fill your cup.
1: Go fill my cup.
0: All right, go get them. All right, guys, that wraps up the show this week. Um, huge thanks to Lindsay for coming on and chatting. Uh, and and thank you for just being the greatest person I know um, and my favorite person in the whole wide world. Uh, I absolutely love it. And I definitely cherish <laughs> times when we get actually, you know, when the, the, the busyness of life, you know, goes away for a second and we get to just, have a conversation and hang out which is incredible so thank you um as for the show the podcast uh I felt like that was a little bit of a change of pace which I kind of needed at this point so every you know every once in a while I just personally need a change of pace as it comes to the show and um and that was that's kind of the thing that's kept it going throughout this right is Not just solely focusing on one topic, but kind of being a little more open with uh, adventure and mindset as kind of the main theme, but like being able to talk about all sorts of different things, Um, which is why I love doing the show. It's why I've maintained my passion and kept my, uh, you know, kept that spark alive a little bit um, as it comes to doing the podcast once a week, so. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, I hope you guys are getting getting some good motivation or inspiration out of this. Like I said, like I pretty much say every week, um, every single person I've talked to is motivates me and inspires me and sometimes in different ways than others. But um, but they're all just it's just been an incredible journey being able to do this. So Um, I really appreciate you guys listening really grateful and, uh, yeah, we'll get back at you next week. Oh shoot. I'm back. I almost forgot. Stag and Gryffindor. I told you it was going to be super boring. Um, also I think, I think it's hilarious when I think like of a spirit animal, I, I would, I was like, man, I would love it for, to be like a mountain goat or something, but then my wife says golden retriever, and I'm like, ah, she's so right. That's 100% what I am. So, anyways, uh, there you go. There you have it. I know you're on the edge of your seat. I know you were. <laughs> but uh, but now you know. All right, guys, we'll get back at you next week. See ya.